0: Episode four oh six. Thank you all for listening to episode four oh five. Comeback of the masked marauder. I am Gray mark You with my co-host.
1: Hopefully that's not his only comeback.
0: Bear cub. Bear, bear cub. Bear,
2: bear, cub.
1: <laughs> that was the best intro, I think, ever, right
2: there.
0: He <laughs> doesn't even know what's going on. That's the best part. He won't even hear this for five seconds.
2: Well, oh, yeah. that was going to be
0: Yeah, we haven't caught anything you've said. We didn't even hear your introduction. Huh? We didn't even hear your introduction. It was all like, all so well.
2: Oh, that's cool. Well, it's, it's, I got Buckeye, you know, uh internet, so it's just like their football team is terrible. Look, I got hotel
0: internet right now and I'm fine. What did you, what was your intro dub?
2: Peanut butter. M&Ms are the best dub. <laughs>
0: There we go. I you're can not, agree to that. You're, you're not
1: wrong. I think that's the one thing we agree on, which I don't like, because that means if there was ever a bowl of peanut butter m ms you try to steal them from me.
0: Exactly.
1: I don't like people who like peanut butter m ms because they take away from my peanut butter m ms
0: well, well, then you hate this entire podcast.
1: <laughs> agreed. <laughs> As you guys
0: should to me, you should not want people taking your peanut butter m ms either. You know what? The, crisp, the the newer crispy M&Ms are good with the little Rice Krispies in them. Those are solid. The cookie, the cookie ones? Those are great, too. They have new, new ones? Well, they had... Yeah. The cookie ones are good, but they have the ones that have the... Um, it's like the Rice Krispies in them. Different kind
2: of crispy ones. Well, I want to be taking a lot more of your M&Ms on September 3rd, so suck it up, Buttercup. What's that supposed to mean? That's because you're gonna be that's cause Nordane's gonna, you know.
0: All right, I'll tell you what, Dub. I hope so we're, could, so we're gonna watch so we're gonna watch it together? Is that what you just said? Because remember, the plan is I'm putting it on the projector in the driveway.
1: So I just heard what I just heard, Dub just told me that we're watching the game together. <laughs> we better. I know you won't. I know he no, I know he won't. He won't watch watching games with people. But he just said he was gonna take my peanut butter M M&M, M, so <laughs>
0: Well, we just got to make sure if he does watch it with us that he parks in the back because after we whoop that ass, he's going to walk right to the truck, SUV, car, van, family sedan, and he's leaving.
1: (laughs) No, that's – yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do for that one, but I know it's going to involve a lot of drinking most likely. So driving probably shouldn't be in the uh, situation there.
0: That's all right. You can bring bring, uh, Ms. Bear.
1: (laughs) Mm, No. (laughs) She doesn't – she already doesn't like um, when I get amped up about football like that so Amazing. not gonna work. I'll sit in my sit in his dungeon.
0: Either way I'm putting it on the projector unless it's raining. That's the plan. <laughs> so if just you change a, your mind
1: <laughs> just put an awning over it and then you can have it up even if it is raining.
0: That would be awesome. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see how that goes. It'll be uh cause you know, old Doug's a buckeye fan, Ben's a buckeye fan, Shiv's a buckeye fan, Brandon is a buckeye fan, Brandon from the grown ups, buckeye fan as well. So we'll see. It'll be a fun time. And then Dub, if you wanna show up. <laughs> I know you like watching them to yourself.
2: That sounds amazing. Me uh being the only Notre Dame fan around, surrounded by a bunch of Buckeye fans.
0: Well, it sounds like uh, you know, me when uh I have the another Red of of shirt's are... coming right there was played I hope so that would be great great. but we got to thank 10-2
1: will be fine for Notre Dame this year it'll be wonderful to get them into like Orange Bowl
0: yep where they can turn around and get beat by Cincinnati we'll see so thank you who's your quarterback this year
2: Tyler Buckner
0: Bill Buckner's kid
2: Tyler Buckner. No, not Bill Buckner.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bill's kid or grandkid, whatever it might be at this time.
2: RIP, by the way.
0: Yeah. RIP should have stopped that ball. Thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson mu- music, give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at songs by Wes. And actually it's my quarantine this time. So thanks for my quarantine as well. Thank you to all work clothing first sponsor of overline podcast Thank you, Brandon. Go to allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. He will hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Tully Dunn surrounding areas and not Ohio Stadium. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Sparty Steve. We appreciate everything you do for us. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com.
1: You know where you need to go. You need to get to DatingTransformation.com and get that free consultation. We know you need it. We guarantee you need it. And in the meantime, get to Amazon.com and get Connell's book, Dating Sucks,
0: but you don't. Is, uh, how Is how is he doing, by the way? Wasn't he in Chicago recently?
1: Uh, He was, yeah. He was in Chicago recently. I think it was more vacation than uh, work. Um, but he was over in Chi Town. Um, I did not speak with him uh, since then though to see what are what they did.
0: So, He's the reason that the race in, in NASCAR Chicago race on the streets is happening.
1: If he uh say if he secretly does something with NASCAR, that would be sweet. I wish he would tell me, but <laughs> it'd be pretty cool. Yeah.
0: That would be awesome. And uh thank you to Connell. And so we we got to get into some things. So the 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 mass marauder he made a run in, but he got called in to uh, do something. Oh, he might be here. Are you back?
3: Mass oh my marauder. bad. I mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. Oh, all right. My bad. Are you back? Uh, for, three for what?
1: For Dude, huh. I think I he's getting sunny morning. in the back of a trailer.
0: Yeah, no shit. Well here, give us give us a booking we'll let you go first. If it's God damn <laughs> you might have sunny back there. Give us a uh in the in your last few minutes left, a booking decision, the worst booking decision you've seen in the last twenty years. Anything triple H.
3: Starting with Booker T not getting the, the world title at WrestleMania.
0: So if you would have done it differently, what would have happened? Booker gets the title, that's it?
3: Booker, get, Booker gets the title. Um trying to play
0: I couldn't tell you. I'm so focused on whatever you got going on in the back room, in the background, in the broom closet with Sunny. Oh, oh
2: boy!
3: That sounded bad.
1: <laughs> I heard alarms going off there.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's because people don't come back from breaks. <laughs> Hubs <laughs> uh, over there dying. If anything, if anything I have Book a title having with with uh, a young up and coming Orton, and Cena. Uh, Possibly even a Batista on Raw. And it's it was at least like a three month range.
2: That's what it's like. I did not hear. What did you say, Doug? I said I did not hear a word you just said.
3: <laughs> oh man,
2: That's probably
3: got
0: that but I, <laughs> 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 I I just feel like You know, you're having a boiler room brawl back there. I don't know what's going on. You fighting mankind? I'm
3: looking for Uncle Paul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Cody, I know you got to get back to work, but you'll have to tell us more about why we need to push Booker T and why Triple H should have been buried.
3: Right. I'm going to have to look it up Um, because lately I've been watching uh, I've been watching Raw in 97 since they were talking about going to uh, TV 14 and I'm trying to see I can't remember when they actually went to TV 14 but from what I've been watching in 97 they're showing better TV PG before they went to TV 14 so I don't know we got a lot of nonsense when they went to TV 14
0: well it is what it is.
1: Right? Before it was TV fourteen two though. Yeah. Remember uh, TL Hopper? I know it. I know it. TL Hopper
3: had crawls and
0: pulled off. Oh, jeez.
3: Well, oh, Cody, man. should
0: should we let you go back right. to work?
3: <laughs> yeah, I gotta.
0: Alright, man. Well, thanks for uh hopping on for part of two episodes. All
3: right, and that's a run in for, right?
0: Run in, and hopefully we can get you on a run-in again next week. We'll see. All
3: right, I'm gonna
0: go find right. Well have fun. Tell uh, mankind we said hello, and find Uncle Uncle Paul, let us know.
3: Alright, alright, fellas. See you later, Cody. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sounds like some ESM going on back there. Or
0: something. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you had going on there, but oh whatever. So what we wanted to talk about, what something that came up on the Pro Wrestling Network, uh good Facebook page to follow by the way, um, was worst booking decision in the last 20 years. So I figured each of us will come up with one. And I know we kind of had ours and talked about them. I haven't really brought mine up yet and kind of what would we do different. But, um, whichever one of you guys wants to go first, shoot it out there.
1: Oh God, there's just so many. Um, I would say, I would think, I don't know if I want to start off with the worst or not. I think my top one would probably be, um, WrestleMania 17, Austin turning heel. That would have to be. That would have to be one on the top of my list. Just this didn't work.
0: Well, so didn't work with him turning heel. Would you just have kept him? Would you have turned somebody else?
1: I wouldn't turn anything. No reason to turn anything.
2: Bear, I, I agree. Didn't with you. Work. I'm sorry
1: go ahead i was gonna say it didn't they knew where they were going well i think they knew where they were going with the whole invasion thing like it just didn't make sense you could have had him lead the wwf at the time um and you know then brought over whoever you know would would have been was booker t which would have been the top guy there or had you know um, you know the rock as that heel or Angle even, because I think Angle was on that side too, just kept him heel for that. So, it just didn't make sense. Though it did give some funny skits and vignettes though, um, with him and Vince. I did like some of those as they went on, but for the most part ah, I didn't like the new music and it just didn't, it didn't work, and the fans didn't treat him as a heel. They still loved him, so that's kind of why it didn't work either. I don't know, just didn't think it was that great. Yeah, I totally agree. I would
2: have and he's mentioned it before, he you know, if he can go back, it, it would have been uh shake his hand and then and just end up studying him anyways. So I think um, no I agree. I it's I, I didn't like the music either. I didn't like I mean the vignettes were in the 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 skits were hilarious, but um, no, I didn't like how they booked that. Not one bit.
0: What, um, Dub, what do you, what do you got? What's an one you got?
2: Um, so, I mean, that was, that's obviously up there for me. Um, I think we all know together. I think we all know what our number one's going to be, but, um, another one is I brought it up, uh, stone cold and Brock Lesnar, that whole fiasco just again, think of the money that they could have made out of that. If they just would have booked it, you know, and set it up you know a few weeks in advance instead of making it a king of the ring qualifier and stone cold you know brock going over stone cold you know you can still put brock over stone cold but build that match longer you could have made more money
1: i actually like the thing is <clears throat> that was something that never happened so in my mind I don't really count that as a bad booking decision.
2: Well, it was booked. It was booked. It just he, – he didn't show. So, I mean, it was written down. It was supposed to happen. He just – he didn't show.
1: A lot of things are supposed to happen that change on the fly, though. I mean, I would say worse than that was Goldberg and Lesnar. That was terrible. Oh, They knew that they were both leaving, but they still booked them. And it happened. That's why. That's why, in my mind, I think that
2: that is much worse. I agree with that. Yeah, that was bad. Um, what other ones?
0: So one that sticks out to me that just still doesn't, you know, doesn't sit right with me still to this day is when you know the Nexus was hot coming in kind of like another invasion, had some guys that obviously turned out to be pretty good, you know, Wade Barrett, Justin Gabriel, Heath Slater, Otunga, Skip Sheffield, Tarver, Darren Young, and, of course, Daniel Bryan, come in, you know, they they take over. It was awesome, you know, the way they did it and what they did, but then Super Cena beats them at SummerSlam, buries it, done, in a month. You know, and they were so hot coming in, and it was so good, and then uh, they, like they the did invasion. say – Right. Same thing. <laughs> Same exact thing. Same thing. And you know, they came in and they even Jericho and edge have spoken to it and said that they felt the rookie should have gone over in the main event, but Cena did not want that to happen. Who, yeah, was, who said uh, this edge and Jericho. Hmm. They both wanted the rookies to go over. I think Jericho mentioned it in his podcast. Um, several years back and he talked about it, just like, you know, it was, it was, they were hot. They came in, you know, it should have happened and uh, they should have went over and they did. Yeah. This is yeah. what it is. Um,
2: I think uh, another one that I kind of, not as big, a couple of these are not as big, but um. I, I had to pull up a website to cause I, to remember this, but Sheamus beating uh, Daniel Bryan in twenty eight seconds.
0: Yep, WrestleMania.
2: Um, uh, the whole thing that they did with Have you got? Do you guys listen to Kurt Angle's show?
0: Yeah. Oh, how they ended his career was bad. Whole, I listen
2: to it sometimes, but the whole yeah, the whole way that they handled him was just terrible. Because even though he's up there in age, he's not going to be the guy that he was twenty years ago. But just like he said in his podcast, you you bring him in as a general manager, and he's not wrestling for an entire year, his body is gonna deteriorate even more. Right. And we got what we got when they did put him in the ring, and it was just terrible. So I think the way that they handled that was, I think you bring him in, have him wrestle right away, put him in the Hall of Fame at, you know last, have him retire, you know do like a flare, you know retire, put him in the Hall of Fame.
1: Vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, switching, switching sides to um, dubsy dub. Um, well, that's pretty much every week was a bad booking decision. But um, I think uh, Nash beating or you know ending Goldberg Street
2: All terrible. right,
0: so we're we're talking about like twenty. Well, what? Yeah, we could say the last twenty five years. That's good. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. And even on top of that. The finger poke of doom right after.
1: Yep. Yep. Like you can get a lot out of WCW, but that was bad. Um, David arcade 90- Winning a title. It's not as bad as Russo winning a title.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's yeah, true.
1: But like you know, those are you know that, that was garbage. But like '97, um, the Sting Hogan Starcade, just they built it so well, and the match was just it was terrible. They oh, ruined dude. it. Yeah. The Nick Patrick and the NWO crap.
0: Yeah, it was it was so great that yeah 97 starcade was it was so hyped i mean i was riding the Sting bandwagon nwo was still hot hollywood hogan was on the top of his game and they just go through the match hogan wins with the interference but then bret hart this is when he came you know after the whole screw job restarts the match and then you know hogan quote unquote yeah you know shaking his head yeah like he quits and then Done, and it basically was just a joke on the next night's Raw. So, or not Raw, Nitro. So it's like, what the fuck just happened? They had, Mm. they could have, it was so good. Sting Hogan, that's all anybody wanted. That's where, in my eyes, it took the downfall. That was a pivotal moment. Bret Hart leaving was like leaving WWE and then going here, and this happening where they had it. They had the perfect setup to make that right. Let Stingwin clean. Guarantee Hogan had something to do with that. <laughs> Doesn't work for me, brother. And that's uh, done. And that just ruined it.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's what they did quite a bit. That's why they got bought out at the end. Um, I mean, really, because they made just some dumb decisions. Um, I mean, WCW after, yeah, I mean, really after 98 was – garbage. Like I said, all their booking decisions were bad.
0: Oh, dude, Hogan Warrior 2. Horrible. Yeah, when
1: the Warrior came back, yeah, and was. that's because Hogan wanted his win back, though. True. Actually, I think that's been confirmed by multiple people that that's why they wanted him back in. So Hogan get his win back.
0: Yeah, but just... Meltzer, Meltzer gave it minus five stars. <laughs>
1: um that may be one of the times i would agree with dave melzer there (laughs) i I would because yeah that was just terrible
0: oh it's horrible
1: um well hell, even um you know on way i'm trying to think what was i gonna say sorry i lost it i had one i just lost it it was gonna be more recent but i just well the streak, obviously. I still think that was terrible. Should sure. well,
2: never. That's why I said it, that's, I think we all agree with that being the number one.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't think he ever should have lost. I'm fine with, you know, when he lost it, it didn't hurt him, you know. But then he, what, what got me even more than the streak was Roman destroying him two years later, or yeah. two years later. Yeah that I was kind of called for
1: they could have played they could have played his actual concussion injury status into the whole streak thing and he could have you know he he never could be heel again because it's undertaker like it's not 92 anymore uh, he's way too respected but they he could have played like that kind of chicken shit sort of heel where he just blames lesnar and he's like you couldn't beat me without injury i mean they could have played that for a whole nother year and had a rematch at the
0: next wrestlemania
1: i don't know if rock on the company i think he was but they could have redone it again at the next yeah, WrestleMania.
0: He, was the, he was there because it was him and roman and then seth cashed in at That's 31 right.
1: Yep. So that's in that would have been, I think, a smarter booking choice because everyone knew Taker was hurt, had the concussion. Why wouldn't you play that into, you know, a storyline and say, oh, well, you had to beat me because you had to, you know, put a little, put real life in it. You had to legitimately injure me to beat me because you're a bad wrestler. You don't, you know, they could have really played into that. Mm-hmm. Totally could have. And Brock plays that, you know, he plays that role well. He'd be like, yeah, of course, you're lucky I didn't break your neck or, you know, some shit like that. Totally could have made a whole nother storyline out of it for a year or whatever, but, you know, that's why we're sitting here and uh, they're over there or stop.
0: Yeah. We could say anything we wanted to not going to make any bit of difference. Yeah.
1: Cut that check. WW creative. I just wrote you a whole year of TV.
0: Cut the check, Nick Khan.
1: Nah. Well, it is almost Saudi time, so yeah, cut that, cut that, cut that check. We want that Saudi money.
0: We need the blood money too. <laughs> we're gonna start live podcast. That's
1: right. If they pay us, cut the check live.
0: That's right. What um, yeah, I mean, it's just just all of it is you just kind of question. Granted, we're not in it for a reason, but um. What about the whole, you know, feud with Triple H Kevin Nash, when Kevin Nash came in for no reason to what? start shit with CM Punk. When was this? Summer of Punk, two thousand eleven. When he beat remember he left, he came back, beat CNN in Chicago, took the title, went home, came back. Oh, I he was feuding with show. Triple H and Kevin Nash shows up for no reason. Dyed beard, dyed head, everything.
2: Yeah, I wasn't watching it at that time.
0: Oh, it was so good, too. But they screwed up. Like,
1: boy. Oh, yeah. So he, he wasn't gray. He was dark, Kevin, dark hair Kevin Nash.
0: They, they made him diet. Oh, God. I don't remember that at all. What year was this? I'm looking up. 2011
2: turned to the Rumble. It was like 2013 or whatever. But I don't remember this at all.
0: Thought that was older than that. No, I think it was like
2: 2013 or. When he was a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble?
0: Here. Here you go. Here's what he looked like.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I had That's to die.
0: So creepy. And, um, yeah, they, they screwed he that. He always looks so much
1: better. Always looks so much better with the gray hair.
2: Yeah, they made him die, and he's like, this is dumb. Speaking of him, I mean, I, I, I know this isn't, obviously, injury played a factor into this, but I think when They did come back because I know he tore his quads. I think it was, um, literally the first match that he had. What was that, 2002? Mm-hmm. He came back, he rehabbed, he came back, and then I think he broke his ankle.
1: I thought he tore or something, thought he like tore his ACL or something. Yeah,
2: oh, maybe he did See, that, and then they released him.
0: So, yeah, so Kevin Nash came back to the Rumble in 14, but 2011, so January. Before all this, when he came back to help Triple H, January's when he came back as Diesel. I don't
1: remember that at all. That was the Rumble, right? He came yeah, in
0: the D- Rumble. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. remember that when they played the truck and comes out, puts the glove on. Oh,
2: yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That was that
0: was the same year, 2011. Oh, okay. But it was in January. This is after the Summer of Punk. So that's when they were building up to him going to Chicago to fight Cena. He beat Cena clean. Takes the belt, you know, Vince is there. Vince is watching him, blows the kiss to Vince, hops over the rail, fans are going nuts, and he leaves because he said he was leaving with the title. But then he comes back two weeks later. And I'm like, you could have rode that out. Everybody thought he was gone, but when he shows up again a week later, you're like,
2: really? I was right Mm -hmm. around the pipe bomb, right?
0: Yeah, that was the pipe bomb was all before that. And then summer punk, he gets the he goes to Chicago. That was one of the loudest pops ever. Loudest boos ever against Cena. He wins mm-hmm. clean. Vince is watching the belt go away. It was perfect. Like, it was perfect storytelling. And because you didn't know if it was legit or not. Now, you know, in hindsight, you're like, well, shit, he did have some legitimate beef, yeah. and he did end up leaving should've, 14 should've right should've before paid. they came to Toledo.
1: Should have paid him to stay away for, like, two months and make random promos here and there, you know, like, not WWE promos, but, like, your own personal camera, you know, something like that, or Twitter videos or something, you know, uh, all that shit to make it totally realistic. Yeah, you're right. But like, instead, why don't we write for WWE again? Why don't we what? Why don't we write for WWE again? I forgot. Well,
0: they they screwed it up, and that's probably the one I'm still most angry about. Is Punk wins, leaves. Next night they have a tournament or whatever it was for the WWE championship. Cena wins it back. You know, so that's how he got another one. So he's interim or, you know, the champion. Punk comes back the following week, and then you got them both holding the belts, and you're like, what in the fuck? Should have rode that out. mm mm-hmm. Just wasted it. Wasted everything.
1: Horrible. That's what they do. I get not everything's going to be a home run. I totally understand that. But – Yeah, I think there's some things that, you know, people don't quite think of.
0: Yep, and one thing they always talk about, so he just got off with Cena and then Triple H got involved with another hot star, which I know people have a lot of beef with. And um, instead of having Punk stick around in the title picture, he got into the feud with Nash. Nash failed his physical, so Triple H fought Punk the Night of Champions. Punk didn't even win and Cena won the belt back from Alberto Del Rio. So Punk was a three, you know, had three different reigns within three months. Yeah, and that's too confusing. People can't keep up with that shit. So stupid. Yes, it is. But I don't know. what um, Of all time, what do you think is the worst booking decision? I think it was the streak.
1: Yeah, I still think it's a streak. Streak for sure. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. I think Tiger should have just held it and. Rode should have
0: the sunset. And his other one against
1: Roman. Should never, should never lost it. Yeah, that was,
0: yeah. That was... I think the one time Rode I would have been okay with him losing is against Shawn Michaels. But still, I was fine with it. I remember we were all together watching that mm-hmm. at the old in-laws house. We watched it. 20, 26. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think 25 was the cameraman. Yeah. 25 was the cameraman. And 26 was when he lost. Because I know, Doug, you're like, there's was no way it. he loses. And we all took Taker because we're like, yeah, Michaels is done. He's probably well, done.
1: Yeah, cause that was, yeah,
0: that was his retirement match, so. Yeah, and that's how he wanted to go out, and then, of course, ruined it, came back for the Saudi money, and um, just had the worst match in history. Well,
1: I'm pretty that positive. That might be
0: one of the worst booking decisions ever.
1: Going to Saudi Arabia just in general? Yeah. Yeah, well, you say that, but they're, the, the pocketbooks don't say that.
0: So why we got live golf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So oh, shit. Yeah, that and anything WCW did from like 99 to 2001. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, worst one that WCW did was probably the finger poke of doom.
2: Yeah. Ending the
0: streak that led into the finger poke of doom. That was bad.
2: Yep. Very bad. And
0: and then another one, you know, all time, it wouldn't even be the streak for me. Uh, Honestly, it's probably. Brett losing to Yoko and then Hogan coming out and winning. Um, that's probably number one for me.
1: Um yeah, that was God. I don't I mean it was just so terribly booked, but it just I mean, just because it made zero sense at all. You imagine that going back? Hey, who won that Yoko Brett match? Oh, Hogan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like what? <laughs> who won the Who won the Bret oh, Yoko you, go, match. You, you know, just Hogan. think about it. You
1: know, we're we're in our late twenties, and you go to work the next day, and the guy who didn't order the pay per view, yeah. So who, who won that match? No, Hogan did. Hogan. He was Yeah, Hogan won it.
0: Yeah. Oh, so
2: dumb. Yeah, man.
0: So funny. Oh my gosh. That's just, oh, can't stop crying, laughing. So good. Oh, well, that's good. We'll wrap this up. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Thanks to All Wear Clothing, Crandall's Quadrant Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, and Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.
1: See you later. Finger poke of doom to Notre Dame in 6 weeks choo,
3: choo.